rising up. You were the air that I could breathe. You gave me hope. You gave me something to believe. Now I'm we took requests. Now I'm I'm going to write some things. Awesome. Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. Great to have you on this beautiful Sunday morning. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your Warm Heart pastors, and it is a blessing to see you here this morning. Just a few announcements to share today. Happy August to everyone. We do have a few summer traditions here at the Church of the Warm Heart that we want to tell you about. First, we are collecting school supplies for local families and schools. So bring on by paper, pens, markers, and other traditional school supply stuff, and we will get them to the children who need them. Just drop them off in the Family Life Center just across the alleyway anytime this month. 
Next week, there's a couple things. August 13th, we will be blessing the backpacks of the kids who are going off to school. Can you believe that school? Can you believe school's starting soon? I know, it's going to be awesome. So bring your backpacks next week and, and bring the kids who wear them to church as well. And we will do a backpack blessing uh, here in, the, you know, in our service. Uh, we'll send them off to school with the love of the folk in this, in this sanctuary and with God's blessings. And also next week, if you volunteered at all in the last year, in any capacity whatsoever, you're invited to our volunteer appreciation ice cream social next week. That will also be in the Family Life Center just across the way at one o'clock. Consider this your invitation. Uh, there's so many folk who do so much stuff around here, we can't send out invites to everyone, but if that volunteers make this place run. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Please RSVP, let us know you're coming. Why is that? Uh, because we're getting, we're, we're getting the good ice cream and we want to make sure we have enough. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, in two weeks from now, two and three weeks from now, we're having a town hall for this service, our second service town hall. The service will be a shortened a little bit. And then at the end, I just want to chat with all of you. We'll all get together for, you know, this is like a 10, 15 minute thing. I want to hear what you like about this service what you'd like to see changed about the service. I want to hear, um, uh, the first, uh, since COVID, uh, the first service has bounced back fairly well, and this service, uh, we're, we're doing okay, but I want to see us do a little better in this service as well. So I want to hear from you. Uh, what can I do, or what can we do, to make the service meet your needs a little more? We appreciate that. Uh, we do have a lot of people joining us online, though. Uh, they're back there, and about once a month, we like to say hi. So uh, can you do me a favor? Could you just look at the folk online and just wave at them and remind them that they are a part of our congregation? It is good to see you all. Welcome. And if you're joining us online, it, it is a communion Sunday. You might notice the elements up here on the, uh, on the altar. So get your elements ready at home later on in the service. When we have communion, we want you to participate as well. And we will bless them through the interwebs uh, as, as it goes. My kids love it when I say interwebs. Uh, Dad, you're so old. I know, I know, I know, I know. I still have an AOL account. Can you believe that? That's how old I am. Um, I, turned, I turned 50 this week. That's old. Uh, I told my, told my family I'm going to have my midlife crisis when I turn 60 because I want to live to 120. So that's, that's the plan. Anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's not worship. I'm sorry. Let's take a moment. Greet those around us in Christian love. If you all just kind of want to gather in the middle, greet those around you. And when you hear the music kick in, let's stand and remain standing for the opening songs.
Are you past the point of weary? It's burden weighing heavy. Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Your shame's done all it's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus.
Unless you're a kiddo, like fifth grade and down, you can come on up. This is your time in worship. Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. 
Good morning to our online kids as well. Oh, good to see you. Welcome. You know what? I'm just tired. Mind if I just take a nap? No. Is that all right? No. I'm just going to sleep. <clears throat> Can I just do this for the rest of the day? No. That sounds nice though, doesn't it? Actually, I like this pillow a lot. I don't know if I can get back up. This is my kid's pillow. I did not ask if I could borrow it because he had said no. So I just uh, borrowed it because I paid for it. And I'll give it back later. Hey, I like this a lot. Yeah. It's nice to rest, isn't it? Some, some of you have school. Some of you have chores to do. But what do you like to do when you rest? What are some things that we like to do when you don't have to do anything? Yeah. You like to cuddle up with your stuffies. Do you like to read or, or, or spend time with mom and dad or whoever? Yeah. Read. Like to read. Uh, TV. Anyone like to just chill out and... and what, what, is, what is your... Uh, what's the TV show nowadays that everyone's watching? Oh, come on. Eight million people on... Eight million people on Netflix and no one watches. I see. Yellowstone. I have I've yet to watch Yellowstone. Yellowstone. 1883. Is that also Yellowstone. Yeah, all right. We just discovered the TV show Psych. Long time. Uh, I know. Uh, it's like an old one, but we didn't get those channels when we were poor. So, we <laughs> so now we got to go back through. Yeah. Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Put that on a T-shirt. I like that. Yeah. Well, the story goes out of Genesis. Hold on. The story goes out of Genesis that in the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth, and he took six days to make everything that, that, that we see. But on the seventh day, he rested. Now, God didn't need to rest. He wasn't, like, tired. But he gave us the indication and the, and the, and the model that we should work, that we should sleep, and that we should rest. Eight hours a day. There's 24 hours in a day, and eight hours is spent in school or at work. Another eight hours is in recreation, and another eight hours is sleep. That's a pretty good plan. Some of us don't get enough sleep. Some of us don't get enough recreation. Some of us work way too much, and some of us work way too little. Uh, But it's nice to break those out. Um, But he told us to rest. And so on the Sabbath day, what we call Sabbath for us is Sunday, that this is a day that we should enjoy. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So uh, we're glad that you're here at church because we could rest and, and bask in his love and we could learn more about him. But hopefully we also get a break from all those things that weigh us down. That's pretty cool. Can you pray with me today? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for giving us so many good things to do to keep us busy throughout the week. But we thank you for this chance to just rest and to just just rest in you and your love. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thanks for coming down today. Thank you. That looks pretty cool. At the first service, there was a kid who tried to take this. I'm going to go sleep for a while. This is a time of our service for quiet reflection. It's a centering time to center your your mind, your heart, your soul in preparation for the message today. I will then lead us in our pastoral prayer and then the Lord's Prayer, which the words will be on the screen. 
Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we rest in you, knowing that you break into our world in unexpected and surprising ways, always revealing the way of love, compassion, and mercy. Help us to be aware and create space and time for you in our lives so that we may continually practice your presence in all that we do. Remind us, Lord, to slow down and take time away from our daily routines to connect with you. For in you, we discover rest and renewal and are restored. Teach us, Lord, to live into your unforced rhythms of grace and help us to release our burdens to you so that we may learn to travel lightly and walk humbly. And Lord, today we come together as your people to worship you and to pray as Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We have another congregational song up on, up on the docket. So as you're willing and able, let's stand and sing from the inside out.
please be seated. You can applaud that. That's fine. It's, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't see. Oh, there she is. Come on down, Aubrey. No big words in this one. Today our scriptures are from Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11, and Mark chapter 2, verses 23 through 28. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it, on it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. One Sabbath Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abathur, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave, gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Thank you. I guess there was one big word. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Abathar. (laughs) So one of those tried and true beliefs that we have across all Christendom is the Ten Commandments. Every denomination, every CDC class, every confirmation class, somewhere in there, we ask folk to memorize uh, the Big Ten. Somehow these ten have been worthy enough to receive our utmost attention in our faith, whether you're Jewish, Catholic, Protestant, an undecided voter, somewhere in between. And we could picture the tablets just coming down uh, off the mountain with Charlton Heston, can't we? These are, these are the things. You do these things. And today we continue our look at the Ten Commandments by looking at commandment number four. You shall remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. You shall remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. It's right there, black and white. No work on the Sabbath. End of discussion. How many many times have I told the bishop that I don't want to work on Sundays? And he has told me, if you don't want to work on Sundays, that's fine. But don't come to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I think he was giving me a hint that uh, this was kind of have to do it. But it's worship. Doesn't feel like work. Thou shall keep the Sabbath. This is the one out of the ten that we, that we think, all right, I could fudge on this one a little bit. Uh, I really can't fudge a whole lot on murder. I really can't fudge a whole lot on lying. Almost always it's as bad. I can't really fudge on, on, on adultery, right? I, I, but on this one, this one, I could, I could play around with, right? Because we ask questions. Is it okay for my daughter to play soccer on the Sabbath? Am I breaking the Sabbath if I, if I try to catch up on some paperwork 
uh, from the office. Uh, <laughs> walking out, first service, after this sermon, uh, a, 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 a guy told her told, told, told the wife, uh, hey, I don't have to mow the lawn today. <laughs> and she even that look like, well, we're going to talk when we get out to the car. <laughs> yeah. Can we do these things? Can I, can, I, can I go eat at a restaurant on Sundays and pay someone else to break the Sabbath for me? Well, like last week's homily, if you were here for that one, this is, a, this is a food for thought kind of homily, a kind of sermon. You're not going to go to hell if you work on Sundays. This is not a salvation issue. But it is a command. And so we're going to uh, take a look this morning, check it out a little bit, and see if it has anything to say to us today in 2023. There's two different extremes that we're fighting here. When I was doing some research on it this week, there's, there's really two, two extreme camps. And I don't like extremes. I'm more middle-of-the-road, wishy-washy kind of guy uh, in a lot of things in life. But uh, the extremes scare me. But uh, one extreme in this Sabbath thing is, are the legal, legal folk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on you folk over here. You're going to be my legal folk, all right? Legalism, dun-dun, right? All right, so here's my legal folk. You want to know what is permissible on the Sabbath. What are the rules? What are the regulations? 400 years ago in New England, they decided to come up with some of this. In New England, they came up with 39 pages of what is permissible and not permissible on the Sabbath. And they wrote them on blue paper. So what do we think we call them? We call them the blue laws. We still have them today. And so we legalists want to know what's permissible to do on the Sabbath. What's not? Can we have that baseball game? Can we have a work day? Should I rake my lawn? Or should I wait for the wind to blow them to the neighbor's lawn? Let's, it was a little windy this morning. It was kind of fun. Let's, let's, well, so, so here's one of the scriptures that I, that I pondered. I, I, this, this is too fire, much fire and brimstone for me, but this is out of Numbers chapter 15. When the Israelites were still in the, in the desert, they found a man gathering wood on the Sabbath day. And those who found him gathering wood brought him to Moses and Aaron and all the people. They held the man under guard because they did not know what to do with him. Then the Lord said to Moses, the man must surely die. So all the people took him outside the camp and stoned him to death as the Lord commanded. Dun, dun. Legalistic way of looking at the Sabbath. Now, in all honesty, part of the part of the problem they did that with him is because the Lord said, "Don't work on you, you don't don't work on on the Sabbath," uh, which includes collecting wood. And so this family, like, you know what? If no one else is doing it, look at all this wood for us. So they it was, it was kind of robbing from the community, but it, it was harsh. It was harsh. Even Jesus got into trouble on the Sabbath. So did King David. They were walking through and, and collecting grain, which is a form, a form of harvesting. Can't do that on Sundays. And, uh, and, then, and they, were, they, were, they, were, they were partaking and couldn't do it. I love Jesus' line. The Sabbath was made for us, not us for the Sabbath. And I'll share a little bit about that in a moment. But yeah, we have those blue, blue laws still for us. 
Sunday. Does anyone, you're all young, you're all too young to know this. Remember when Sundays were the longest days because stores were closed? Anyone remember when Target was closed on Sundays? You could not get gas on a Sunday. You had to plan ahead. If you lived in Oregon, had to pump your own gas, you were up a creek because there's no one there to get your gas. You couldn't travel. You had to plan ahead. Um, liquor laws were different for Sundays. I, I really don't know what they are here in, in Idaho. Uh, I know what they were in Nebraska, where, where we came from. Uh, this, we, I, I grew up in a small town that was outside of a metro area. And the metro area, they had no liquor on Sundays. Our small town, our German town, our German of roll out the barrel kind of town. Uh, my first job was at a bar at 14. Can I hear a whoa? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, people in that town still can't believe I'm a pastor. But uh, uh, Sunday mornings, I was, I was at work at noon, and there was a long line of cars coming from, from the city going to our town because they for all the people who forgot that they couldn't buy stuff on Sundays, they were coming out to, to Malcolm. The whole place shut down on Sundays. Couldn't go to a movie on Sundays. Disneyland, once upon a time, was closed on Sundays. Oh, right? Drug stores, they were, they were allowed to stay open. Pharmacies. Did you know that pharmacies, do you ever wonder why Walgreens and CVS, they sell a whole bunch of other stuff other than just prescriptions? For the longest time, they were the only game in town open on a Sunday. So they, yeah, come and get your prescriptions filled, but you want milk, you want cards, you want paper. You want, we have all the stuff that we'll sell, a little more expensive than this other stores because we're the only ones open on Sunday. So this is that, that's the legalistic way of looking at the Sabbath. Having the form of Sabbath without requiring wor- worship or rest. You can't make someone worship, but you can sure shut everything down so that they, they can't do anything else. Ooh. I'm waiting for the thunder to like, all right, shut this down, Pastor Mike. <laughs> so the other extreme, I, I, I picked on you guys. So I'll, I'll pick on you guys a little bit. The other extreme, the other extreme is I'm going to call this the woohoo people. Can you all say woohoo? Woohoo! Woo-hoo. No regulations. No laws. Uh, nothing on the outside that restricts from anything. But, you know, as long as we have the Sabbath in our hearts, we'll be fine. They have a sense of a special day without a, sense of, uh, without a need to formalize it by stopping commerce or activity. And this is, we, we all, I think we all kind of tend on this side a little bit more. Again, the extreme is, is bad. But instead of having the whole day to rest and relax, to worship and catch our breath, we keep up our frantic lifestyle. What's the understanding as long as we say, thank you, God, somewhere in there. I can't give you a whole hour, but I know you've given me a hundred and, hold, 160, got to do the math, 168 Hours out of the week, I can't give you one. But as long as I just say thank you, what, that, that, that's fine. There's so much to do. How can I give up a whole day to rest? We're just too busy. And we somehow rationalize it by just putting worship in our hearts and saying, God, you and me, we're just fine. And we fit God into our schedule like we do piano lessons or dental appointments. And the problem with this extreme is that there's really no sacrifice or or 
or uh, anything required. The danger is that we carry on our Sunday as if it was just a normal day. If we treat our Sundays like our Saturdays, we're missing, we're missing the point. Those are the two extremes. But let me share with you a little bit of the middle ground. What I want you to walk away with this morning. Because imagine, imagine you're the people of Israel, you just got out of Egypt, you just got out of slavery. Work, 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 build those pyramids, build those pyramids, work, work, work. Moses frees you, and Moses is trying to get you on the road. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Those Egyptians are still behind us. Let's go for 40 years. We're going to walk, 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 walk through the wilderness, through the desert. And if Moses is like me, it doesn't say it. But if Moses is like me, you just keep plodding on and you keep going until you drop. On family road trips, I drive and I drive. There we are. That's our family. I drive and I drive and I drive, not wanting to stop for anything. And if someone in the back seat has to stop, we keep going. You have to use the bathroom. Here's a pop bottle. We have used creative uses of, of coffee cans on our vacation trips. Okay? You got three kids. You're going to stop every half hour. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we used to drive to the coast from Oregon City. It's a two-hour thing. And we knew every little pullout on that road over the mountains because we had to set a kid out there to... Uh, uh, my wife's not here, so I could tell this. Uh, we call it finding a squirrel. We have, I have, Dad, I have to go find a squirrel. Translation, I'm going to be in the woods for a bit. So t- just don't follow me. Like, all right, that's fine. Moses was probably the same way. Let's go, let's go. Who needs the rest? We got to go, 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 go. And the Ten Commandments came around and God told Moses and he tells us, Moses, stop the car for one day. Catch your breath. If you don't rest, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to kill them. Or they're going to turn around and kill you. Just stop. Does that sound like your household some days? You go and you go and you go and you never catch your breath. And even if you do get a small vacation, you pack so much stuff into it that you can't wait to get back to work so you can rest. Yeah? To those households, I say, slow down. Take a moment. Have a nice dinner together. Make Sunday lunch or or dinner a mandatory event at home with no TV, no phones. Everyone around the table, just enjoy each other's company. Put aside your concerns and troubles for a moment and refresh yourself. Because let me tell you, the ancient Israelites, they did not look at this as, he wants us to do nothing. Well, they had centuries of slavery. I think a day out of the, uh, one day out of the week sounded like heaven. It sounded like heaven. They just got out of bondage, a freedom from the things that enslave us. Do your Sundays feel like freedom, or do your calendars feel like slavery? Are you a slave to your activities or to your children's calendar? Who controls who? Who needs the rest? There's no wonder that that he called it a a holy day. And the Lord said, this is a holy day. And we smash those two words together, holy day, put it together, and it sounds a whole lot like holiday. 
we celebrate our holidays, don't we? Fourth of July, we eat, we blow stuff up, we're patriotic. Halloween, we dress up, we eat, we do trick-or-treating. Thanksgiving, we have family come in, we eat. We, oh, the food's, all, food's all over the place. Hold on. We celebrate our holidays. Maybe we should celebrate our holy days as well. The word Sabbath is a Hebrew word. Bless you. It means pause. To take a pause. Sometime in your week, take a Sabbath. Pause. Even as I'm slowing down now, you're kind of like, Pastor Mike, hurry this up a bit. You're talking slow. Pause. Breathe. Bless you. Do me a favor. Check your shoulders. Are they still up there tense? Put them down. Shake your hands out a little. Breathe. Take a pause. I'm surprised how Sundays have changed just in my lifetime. Now, I'm not, I'm not mad at the YMCAs or the Little Leagues or the whoever's who, uh, who say, you know, we have to have activities on Sunday morning. That's fine. But I'm surprised by the number of parents that'll, that, that allow that to go on. Um, if enough parents said, you know what, we can't do Sunday mornings, you know, they'd change. They're just doing what the market wants. When Gabe was in gymnastics, we had, a, we, we had that realization too. He was going to regionals, almost nationals. Coach is like, we're going to practice Sunday mornings. I'm like, not, not this kid. Well, he has to. He doesn't have to. Now, he might not compete. That was a price that we were willing to pay. Um, or we also find worship on Sunday, uh, Saturday nights. That's also an option. But if you're not going to take a pause, if you're not going to take a rest, what are, we t- what are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching our spouse? What do we say what's important? The Lord wants to bless you. He wants you to find freedom. Freedom from your own schedules that you made. If you want to mow the lawn, mow the lawn. If you want to do some paperwork, do some paperwork. But this week, find a time to pause. Thank you, God. It's at moments of rest. Any, any, any people do a building, a bodybuilding out here? Weights, anything like that? All right. So I, I do a little bit, not, not enough to go, oh, I'm buff. But uh, do you know when the body builds muscles? Not while you're exercising. Afterwards, during the rest. You want to build spiritual muscle? You want to build relational muscle? You want to build family muscles? It's when you're at rest together. This week, I pray that you find a Sabbath and just pull the car over and take a break. Take a pause. The family of God said, Amen. I was about 10, 11, 12 years old, about three years in there. Our family decided to institute a after, after a church Sunday lunch. 
And grandpa would go get great grandma from the nursing home and bring her on out. And we were required to be there. And that's what I remember from those days. Sitting at the table with four generations, having a meal. Jesus knew the importance of having a meal too. For he was with his disciples and they were celebrating the Passover meal. And in the middle of the meal, he took the, took the bread. He gave thanks and he broke it. And he said, take and eat, all of you. This is my body shed for you. And after the meal, he took the cup and he, and he said, take and drink, all of you. This is, this is my blood shed for you. For the forgiveness of sins, do this in my name. This is the Lord's table. It's not Pastor Mike's table. It's not the church's table. It's not the Methodist table. The Lord has invited you, no matter who you are, no matter if you believe or, or you're still wondering, no matter if you're 110 or, or, or a new babe, this is, this is your table. You are invited. We'll come down the middle uh, uh, aisle here. Uh, we'll partake. I will hand you a piece of bread. You will take a, a, a cup, a little plastic cup of juice. You'll partake. In the corners over here, you'll find a place to, to have the discards. But I invite those who are helping to please come forward. The body of Christ. And the blood of Christ. The body of Christ. The blood of Christ. We do have a gluten-free option. It is in an orange... Napkin, it'll be up front, and Lisa will be walking around to anyone who cannot come up uh, to help uh, serve themselves.
As we come to the offertory, a word of thanks to those who faithfully participate in the giving to this church. You make this place happen. One unique way that you could also give is uh, we have a fundraising campaign going on called Raise Right. What's Raise Right, I hear you ask? So you can buy, <laughs> I feel like a salesman at this, at this pitch. Uh, you can buy a gift card to, uh, there's 750 different companies that participate. You buy, like, say, a $50 gift card to Cracker Barrel, and uh, you get a $50 gift card from Cracker Barrel. And Cracker Barrel, according to this list, gives 8% back to the church. So you spend 50 bucks at Cracker Barrel, 40, or four, $4 comes back here. Uh, I know of a family in this church that does this, and they, it's 100 to $200 a month that, uh, that help. Uh, the reason I'm bringing it up today is order forms are due on the first Sunday of the month. And so if you'd like to take a look, it's on the outside going over there. But uh, I invite us to take the offertory, and I'm looking for people who are doing the, pl- oh, Bill's right there. <laughs> Let's receive the offertory. like this song a lot. We do. If you're willing and able, let's 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 sing it and, and it works for us today. Let's sing some holy water. Take me to the river side. 
sound of the symphony to my ears Like holy to our uh, musical folk. Thank you to the folk upstairs, Jerry for hosting as well, uh, our online folk, and to our online folk, thank you for being here. And to all of you, may you find your holy water, may you find your Sabbath, may you find your pause sometime this week. Go in peace. Peace.